0: Today is Monday, March 25th, 2013, and this is Radio Wave. everyone and thank you for joining us on tonight's broadcast of radio wave our host is a friend of medjugorje and uh for those of you who are following medjugorje and have been following medjugorje for many years those of you who are new to medjugorje and to caritas and medjugorje.com and radio wave we welcome you to the broadcast we invite all of those who are joining us all across the world to open your hearts in prayer as we turn radio wave over to our host a friend of
1: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Mary, let us cherish these days with grace, in this time of grace, that we memory where we were, what we were doing today when you spoke to the whole world. These messages, they will lead us to the time of the Antichrist, strengthen us, giving us fiber, to make it through that period of tribulation. To the founding of victory when Jesus comes. Amen. And so it is. History throughout eternity, which is always in the present, is affected today by the words Our Lady gave us. It's very difficult for anybody living in the present time that wondrous events happen that you can recognize and be sensitive without things becoming normal. Because things, when we're alive or in happening in our, in our life, in amidst our life, often are surreal to the point that it become nor- normalized. You can't believe it. I once went to Maria. I said, she told me something. I said, I can't believe that. And I was saying it in jest. I believed it. And she says, well, you better believe it. I said, no, I'm just saying that. Of course, she didn't understand English that clear. She thought, I really didn't believe it. I didn't believe it, but it's something happened in 31 years that we can say, I can't believe this is happening. But we're saying in that sentence, it's happening. After 31 years, we get normal with this, and we forget this, and we don't remember that. And Our Lady told us in last month's message of the 2nd to repent, for not accepting the messages, something pretty profound. This is a, a big, big deal. That our lady's coming giving messages, and then she's telling us we have to repent for if we haven't accepted them. And so we're living in a time that contains for us that which we can't see of what people will see a hundred years from now. So our lady's words today, our lady spoke to the world. Are given us, or given to us, for this moment.
2: Our Lady, Queen of Peace of Medjugorje's March twenty fifth, 2013 monthly message to the world. Dear children, in this time of grace, I call you to take the cross of my beloved son Jesus in your hands and to meditate on his passion and death. May your suffering be united in his suffering, and love will win, because he who is love gave himself out of love to save each of you. Pray, 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 until love and peace begin to reign in your hearts. Thank you for having responded to my call.
1: In Psalms 43, it says, Vindicate me, O God, and defend my cause against ungodly people from deceitful men and unjust men. Deliver me, for thou art the God in whom I take refuge. And so it is. Jesus has paid the price for us. Our refuge and what we seek for him, seek is for him when the world seeks for everything else. Man is doing bad things. Obscene things. Things that are abnormal to nature. And we don't see where we're going. So the consequences of these sins are so grave we're going to suffer for it. Except we have Judas as an example that even he, for what he did in portraying Jesus, would be forgiven. Jesus actually says... The saints have relayed this to us through the ages. That Jesus would have died just a crucifixion only for Judas. And so we have a time where people fall so much into sin. They go these ways and they need healing. And the wounds they suffer from this, they don't know how to leave that because they despair and think they can't be forgiven. But a lady told Maria, in the beginning days, when some seminarians asked about the point man God, can they read these books? Because they were once on the index. The index was done away with. The church has allowed that. We actually have told, wrote a letter to Pope Benedict, who was Cardinal ratzinger. And he said, yes, the faithful can read these books. So anybody tells you they can't, they're in total contradiction of not an opinion, but they gave an edict. It's in church history. The yes, these books can be read. Our late message said, about the poor man God, one must read these books. They give a slant and a parallel, not a parallel, they parallel the messages in time that were given in the 40s to Maria Vartora. And what they do is give a slant on how to understand the messages. It gives you some behind-the-scenes things of the Scriptures. And yet you have so much resistance against this, but why? Because people resisted the word when Jesus was here 2,000 years ago. You think they're going to accept these books now? Joan of Arc was condemned to death by priests and bishops, English. They were corrupt. They burned her at the stake. She's a saint now. So anybody tells you you can't read the poor man, God, Cardinal Ratzinger said, who I wrote a letter to, Gave it to John Paul. John Paul gave it to the Italian bishops. The Italian bishops had a conference on it. And the, at the conference, gave it back to John Paul and sent it to my bishop. That yes, the faithful can read these books. Don't declare them supernatural, which is fine. That all comes in time. But you got main Catholic leaders in the church that says, oh, anybody reads these books are condemned. Where they're going against not just an opinion, but something that was given as an edict in the church. The faithful can remain in grace reading these books. So there's some value to them. And then you add all these messages. Yes, they can be, or really, actually, the words are one must read these books. Why? Because in the 40s, when Maria Valtorta got this, it parallels the coming later of all these messages, and they really help you understand the message in a more profound way. And so there's some beautiful things said by Jesus that Maria Valtorta writes in there. And these are one of them.
2: This comes right after um, the Last Supper, before uh, they were dispersed, and Jesus is um, speaking to his twelve apostles in the upper room. I have told you everything, and I have given you everything, and I repeat. The new rite has been accomplished. Do this in remembrance of me. I have washed your feet to teach you to be humble and pure like your master. Because I solemnly tell you that disciples must be like their master. Remember that. Bear it in mind. Also when you are in high offices, remember that. There is no disciple greater than his master. As I washed you, do the same to one another. That is, Love one another like brothers, helping and respecting one another, setting an example to one another. And be pure, to be worthy of eating the living bread that descended from heaven, and have the strength in yourselves and through it to be my disciples in the hostile world that will hate you because of my name. But one of you is not pure. One of you Will betray me. My spirit is deeply perturbed by that. The hand of him who will betray me is here with me on this table, and neither my love, nor my body and blood, nor my word make him mend his ways and repent. I would forgive him going to my death also on his behalf.
1: There's nothing you've done. There's nothing all men have done together that Jesus' price He paid on the cross won't cover. Many go to their death right into hell thinking they can't be forgiven because they betrayed Him over and over and over. And they think, I can't be forgiven. Why does despair, this kind of despair, condemn you to hell? Because you're saying the price God paid or Jesus prayed, paid and God himself paid, given his son, wasn't big enough for your sins. You're bigger than Jesus. You're bigger than his forgiveness. Do you realize no matter how wicked you are, even if your soul contained every sin of man from the beginning to the end, is not enough to mine us out or to drain the salvation grace that Jesus has vaulted up in heaven to forgive you. This is a point that I wrote in Fallen Filling Fall Angels. The people think, oh, "Will God forgive me?" It's pride to think He can't. You think your sins are so great that His crucifixion was not greater to pay the price. No matter what you do, if you're Hitler ten times, hundred times, thousand times over, doesn't even come close to even drain in, the wealth of grace is available through the crucifixion, through salvation. So everybody makes mistakes. Everybody falls. Everybody's scarred. We want that wiped away, but it's good to keep the scar because it helps us a reminder as a reminder of Jesus' mercy. And every soul, besides the Virgin Mary, who's ever lived, is scarred we all have this in our past. Our lady actually said a message. that said, don't be preoccupied with your sins in the past. Move on beside that. Get away from it. Don't be preoccupied with it. Grow in holiness. You know, the devil will bring these things back up in temptations. He'll use them against you. But you pay no attention to it. Just remember your scar and I've been healed because Jesus did pay the price and it's much more than what I paid in sin. Thank mm-hmm. you.
3: that you found me in.
1: March 25th, 1997, Our Lady gave another message about the cross, about Jesus' wounds, how we're to understand the world and its needs of healing of faith. In the beginning days in Medjugorje, Our Lady continually said, Faith is in crisis. She said that phrase in very many ways. She said, This is the reason I'm coming. And we don't live the faith because we don't live the commandments don't have the commandments, you don't have faith. Our lady said on March 25th, 97, dear children, today in a special way, I invite you to take the cross in your hands, or rather in the hands, and to meditate on the wounds of Jesus. Exactly what our lady said today. We've got a a prayer book. We've printed probably a million, over oh, a million and a half of these. They go with a passion. St. Bridget received them from the foot of the cross. The cross hangs in the walls of St. Paul, or St. Paul's behind the walls in Rome. If you go there, there's no feet on it because millions of pilgrims have come and touched the feet and they rubbed it away through the centuries. But in there is 15 promises or 20 promises that you receive really from meditating on the wounds of Christ, the drops of blood. Very powerful prayer. I've done it with all my children. You're preserved from life, from sudden death, and many other things. Incredible prayer. But when you pray those for a year, every single day, you receive something. Of course, nothing's more valuable than meditating on Jesus and His passion. It's holy. It's potent. Our Lady goes on and says in this message, Ask of Jesus to heal your wounds, which you, dear children, during your life sustained because of your sins, or the sins of your parents, we well, have a lot of parental sins. Parents who don't lead their children in the right way. Parents who give by witness. Parents who don't stay together and divorce. Our Lady said to, to Yvonne, that Satan can act when one parent, just one parent commits a great sin. That the devil then can go after the children one by one. Scary stuff. The lion is opened into the family. To death. Addictions. Problems. Propagating further divorce in the next generation. To one of the parents committing a grave sin. If you've done that as a parent, a mother or a father, you go to confession, you repent from that, heal the family. In fact, I wrote in How to Change Your Husband, every family, every parent, or every couple, married couple, should do renew the marriage vows every single year. Because you kill the grace between you. It's not just you and your spouse. It's you, God, and your spouse. That means there's something alive in your marriage. That means there's a grace there. That grace can be killed by one of those parents, or one of the couple, or even both. And then the marriage doesn't receive any grace. And then you give the keys to the family to the devil. Because of the sins of your parents, much of the family today suffers from this. Cure time is here. Our Lady calls for it today, this holiest week of the year. The passion, everything's ready. Our Lady goes on and says Only in this way, dear children, Will you understand that the world is in need of healing of faith in God the Creator. Not you as the Creator, not man, not science, not the universities which are corrupt and will burn. They're going to be destroyed. This is going to happen. You will see this. They can't do what they do. They can't teach what they teach. Even if everybody else is good, 95% of it and the 5% is poison. Because one drop of arsenic and a glass of water poisons the whole Glass. it's that way. Many of our seminaries have been corrupted. They're trying to cure them. But something radical has got to happen. That's why these come outside of all these spectrums. To come to the people. To raise up as apostles. By Jesus' passion and death on the cross, you will understand that that only through prayer you, too, can become true apostles of faith, when in simplicity and prayer you live faith, which is a gift. Thank you for having responded to my call.
4: Do you feel your life sinking? Life is about to radically change. Man is always given signs before divine intervention. The woman of Revelation 12, the great sign warning the world, find salvation now. The mother of Christ, the great sign, appears daily to Medjugorje visionary Maria with a message. Without Jesus, you have no future. Come to Five Apparitions of Mary, July 1st through 5th at Caritas, Alabama. A 4th of July giving yourself, your family, and nation in consecration to the Virgin Mary, to Jesus, to heal the heart. Call 205 672 2000. 205 672 2000. See medj.com. That's M E J.com. Medj.com.
0: You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje.
2: I wanted to read a, a testimony that came in today. We get testimonies all day long from the phone to people stopping by and or through our Medjugorje.com site, so we just wanted to share one tonight. Dear friends of Medjugorje, I recently have read a book, How to Change Your Husband, I found it in the internet, and I thought it would be quite interesting to read it. I must say, the book was much more than I expected. Recently, there are so many divorces, because of some trivial things, sometimes that I desired to find some explanation for it. The book answered all my questions about marriage and family problems, and encouraged me to be submissive. Before, I did not know it is so important. My parents divorced and my mother made all the mistakes mentioned in the book, so after reading the book, I could clearly see the reasons for their divorce. I am grateful that I know English, and therefore I could read the book, which became a blessing for my marriage. I can now see clearly my mistakes, and I can work on improving my relations in the family. Honestly, all women should read it. Afterwards, we can really, and with awareness, live according to the vows, for better and for worse. It is especially important to remember to be together for worse. Nowadays people are eager to encourage to take divorce, but all the people have to remember that they take responsibility for the split family and for the broken lives of the children. We can't forget that being a Catholic means to carry our cross and also the cross of our marriage just like Jesus did, to the very end. This is the only way. This is from Lucina from Poland.
1: We have to imprint our children with holiness, with graces for them to remember what it is to be holy. We have a thing up here on the third floor where the kids come up and I'm talking about the kids, I'm talking about the ones from eight months walking all the way to three or four years old, five years old. And they come from the Zias, which is the ants, Italian means ants, which is a single consecrated. They come up here to get treats. Uh, we have Victoria, whose mother, a couple of weeks ago, had decided to um, give her a scapular and rosary. And every day at rosary, Victoria's coming to me and showing me her scapular. And I realized these kids are just come up here and they're just, what they're doing is just coming and getting the treats and there's nothing, they get them and they run off. And I realized what we need to do and I talked to Joan about, let's get them to wear a scapular. If they don't wear the scapular, then they can't have the treat. You're talking about kids that can't even talk. So the first morning I got explained, she put holy cards up on the doors. She's teaching them every morning some lessons about who's Jesus and she's got like 10 holy cards up and then different lessons, different messages they got to learn. And I'm talking about these, these, some of them can barely walk. If they don't have the scapular on, they don't get any treat. Well, they are diligent. Uh, A couple of them's missed, and they've not gotten it. But they're imprinted with this. Little Lucy's, how old is Lucy? Just over one. Just over one years old. Doesn't speak, doesn't talk much at all. She wears her scapular, and she's, you know, they're going to get that. But I just heard a story a little while ago. She was at the house, and she went in a drawer before supper to get a treat. And her mother wouldn't give it to her. And she insisted. And she couldn't say anything. The only thing she could do is pull her scapula up and hold it up to her. This is my payment. (laughs) This is the payment of raising kids in the right way. You'll divorce proof them. They'll have something there that's imprinted for them from youth. We've got horses here. And one thing that my son did on one of the colts that were born here is you imprint them. If you hold them away from the mother the first hour of their life and you get buzzers or, or, or clippers that buzz, put it back near the ears, you rub your hands all over them, every part of the body, every, everything that's there from the hoof to the ears to the tail, everything. There's nothing you don't touch. You let them smell you. They're imprinted for life. Their whole personality is different. And it's incredible. This horse name is Spirit, and this horse is beautiful. You can stand on his back. He's not even broke per se. But they're so used to that, and then they start doing this with veterinarians. They said the Indians used to do it, but veterinarians would, when they'd come, they started seeing that they'd do this that it would remember the vet a year later. And he was calm, and he's able to work with the horse. Human nature is human nature. This is core to that. You do the same thing with children. Yes, it's difficult. Marriage is difficult. There's many things that people live through that they have to live through the pain. We're not used to doing that. Our lady's calling us to be soldiers. She's asked for that. She says let your armor be the rosary. Let it be prayer. Nobody wants to live through pain. Like this lady said, what was for better for worse is no longer for better for worse. It's for better for better. If it's worse for me, I'm not going to do it. Verbal abuse will walk away. What kind of life is that? Well, what kind of life that is is displayed out in the culture and what it's turned into. We walk, and we talk. We don't do, and we don't live. We have to be soldiers of hope. No matter what kind of fire or rain is on top of us, even if we die in vain, we're to fight for our brothers, we're to fight for other marriages, we're to fight for the Christian walk. No, I will not contribute to your separation. No, I won't contribute to your sin, or supporting, or sympathizing with it our toleration. We've got Christians tolerating abominable sin. Unbelievable. It's time we turn to be soldiers.
5: I've seen more than most old men. I've been told before That I could never win But I lay it on the line Knowing every single time That what I have is worth fighting for I was born to live through the pain I'm a soldier of hope in the fire and rain And I'm When I bet it all I've stood on the front line With my back against the wall But I still serve my fellow man I'll do everything I can And I'll risk my life To save my brothers at war Oh, I was born to live I'm a soldier of hope in the fire and rain And I pray I won't die in vain And I was born I'm a soldier of hope in the
1: Second message said, Do you love him above all else? Do you repent of having often forgotten that the Heavenly Father, out of his great love, sent his Son to redeem us by the cross? Do you repent of not having accepted my messages? My children do not resist the love of my Son. And the day already said, May your suffering be united to his suffering, and love will win because he who is love gave himself. I'd love to save each of you. And we say, oh, because it's difficult. We can't stay together in marriage. Because it's difficult, we can't take persecution from our enemy and love through that and convert them. This mission has often had to do that. I've had to do that. We've seen ourselves win over people through God's grace by seeing how Jesus did it. And we did the same thing through imitation. Our lady said, be a reflection of Jesus. We forget who our first love is. We forget why we do what we do. You can say, I don't, but you actually speak something else. So our lady's offering us something today in this message. That if you want peace, you want that to reign in your heart, you've got to fight for it. You've got to be a soldier for it. You've got to be an apostle for it. Our lady says, pray, pray, pray until love and peace begin to reign in your hearts. Who doesn't want that? Our lady said several years ago that the greatest treasure is peace. People who have peace have everything. People who have peace have wealth. It's cold down here in the south right now. We have an unusual extended. It was nice yesterday, but today's really cold, really windy. My wife and I sat on the porch last night till 10 o'clock hearing trees fall. It's pretty awesome. Trees come right up to our house. You can hear them cracking. We, I think she heard two before I got out, and I heard one when I got out. We had a big, huge gust. But it's a wonder sitting out there in God's creation. Our lady has told us for this encounter with the Creator you feel close to God when you're out there. We'd wrapped up in blankets, sat in a rocking chair, which we usually don't do that. But it was nice because it was Sunday. We had a beautiful Sunday. But you know what the greatest treasure is? It's peace. So we're sitting at lunch today, having a fire in the fireplace. My son's laying out in front of it after he ate ate lunch and said, Boy, this is a fire day. It's beautiful having a fireplace. But it's beautiful having peace. Because the fireplace has heard many, many rosaries, had many apparitions in the house. But her lady says, you call me, I'll come. She can come to your house. Maybe not the way through Maria, she's come to ours. But her has been given a new power in this time, a new efficacy, a power that she's never had on the earth. She said, even when these apparitions are over, my eyes and my heart will still be here. There's no doubt in my mind that Our Lady is going to have a new power to act on the earth on your behalf. Another message, she says, you just call me and I'll come. What do you have to do for this? You have to put God first. You have to put your love for her first. Your love for Jesus first. Adore Him. Everybody hungers for something and they're trying to fill that hunger with wrong things that won't satisfy that thirst or that hunger. And we're losing. We're losing our whole life. And often people who have a lot of money, they go to the best doctors first. They go at the end when that doesn't work and they say, well, there's nothing left left to do except by prayer. And even medium range wealth and even poor, the first thing you do is go find the doctors because even medical is still available for a lot of poor people. I remember my sister works in children's hospital and works at ICU, and they did everything. There was one boy there dying. he had head injuries from being on a four-wheeler. They'd done everything they could medically, and then the family says, "Well, there's nothing left to do but pray. It's the first thing you do. Or they says, "Pray when you get up, pray when you go to bed. Be in prayer. Don't wait till you fall off side the ship on an ocean liner and then start saying prayers. please God save me. You've been blaspheming half your life. He may think you're still blaspheming. He's so used to hearing that then he ignores you. We have to be in a state of prayer. Our lady wants us to be that way. She wants our our affection focused on God, His kingdom, seeking His face. Never let any of this pass away.
4: I wanna be your first love, the one that you adore, the focus of your affection, the one you hunger for.
6: Your first thought
4: in the morning and the last when the evening ends. The thing that I'm longing for. I want to be your first love again I want to be your first love The one that you adore The focus of your affection The one you hunger for Your first thought in the morning And the last when the evening ends The thing that I
6: am longing
4: for I want to be Your first
6: love
4: again So seek you first, my kingdom Seek you first, my face for things eternal and will never pass away and seek me
6: first for guidance when you have lost your way and I will truly
4: lead you with the right hand
6: of my grace I want to be your first love
4: The one that you
6: Adore The focus Of your affection
4: And the one You hunger for Your first love In the morning And the last When the evening ends The thing that I Am longing for I wanna be
6: First love again. So seek you first, my kingdom. And seek you first, my face. And seek for things eternal
4: that will never pass away. And
6: seek me first for guidance. When
5: you have lost your way Yeah, I will truly lead you With the right hand
4: of my grace I want to be your first love One that you adore The focus
6: of your affection
4: One you hunger for
6: Your first thought
4: in the morning and the last when the evening ends Thing that I am longing for I wanna be your first love again Yeah
3: Yeah Mm.
1: With today's message, today we have something special that begins. If you think about Mary meditating in Nazareth, and her thinking about God, and in prayer, and suddenly, the angel Gabriel appears to her. This is March 25th, this is the Feast of the Annunciation, Christmas begins today. Can it be any mistake that Elise lady said on this March 25th message that she doesn't recognize what the church is celebrating worldwide today? That these words are framed around that conception. She became pregnant through the Holy Spirit. He'll be called Jesus. And she gives a message, Dear children, in this time of grace, I call you to take the cross of my beloved Son in your hands and to meditate on His passion and death. May your suffering be united to His suffering. And love will win. Because he who is love gave himself out of love to save you. Pray, pray, until love and peace begins to reign in your hearts. Thank you for having responded to my call. Don't you think it's kind of a paradox that she talks so much about the cross? Did she not recite the Magnificat three months later to Elizabeth? She knew the scriptures. She knew what this meant. She knew she'd have to give up her son. And with that great joy on Christmas night of having him in that warmth, nursing God himself. No greater joy has anybody ever felt than her. We can reason this out as Isaiah says, Come reason with me, reason with me says the Lord. No joy any human has ever experienced like she did on that Christmas night. But that's equal to when she held that body cold, the same Bethlehem baby, grown and dead at the foot of the cross. From one spectrum to the other. The greatest depths of sorrow from the greatest height of joy. She experienced this. And she wants to relate it to you. No matter what you are, no matter what's happened to you, all broken things can be fixed. Because Jesus' body was broken, lacerated. She wants you to meditate on these things today. She wants you to understand what it means to be broken, like her son, and be fixed. All this is available to you. No matter what you've done, you can be repaired. You can try to fix it yourself. You can go on and continue and try to do it with your money. But you've got to fall down at your feet. Or rather, fall down on your knees at His feet. And by doing things like this, and praying and fasting, everything comes to you. Healing. Because all broken things can be healed.
7: have my heart it isn't new it's been new Could do tried to fix it myself, but it was all
0: message of Our Lady, there are so many things that can be meditated upon and spoken about. <clears throat> but Our Lady in today's message, again, to bring up the sentence again, she says, I call you to take the cross of my beloved Son Jesus in your hands and to meditate on His passion and death. And it's not so much a question that I have, it, it, it kind of is a question, but the, the, the symbolism or the physical action of taking this cross in the hands, there are so many things the the cross means, Um, I know Caritas was started because of an issue with the crucifix in a church, but the time when Our Lady came for the first time in 1988, and the joy of that period of time with Our Lady, where she became a part of your family with you and your wife, Annette, and the kids, all of that came through the crucifix. And is there something that you want to share with us about that about that time of, that time with Our Lady, that time when she came to your home through this gift of this crucifix.
1: Great point, because they really actually carried us this story because of the cross. Some people asked, I'd written something about the crucifix, and somebody came to me and asked me if I'd speak at a church because they were going to take down the cross and put up a resurrected cross. Touchdown Jesus is what many people call it the resurrection on top of it. He wasn't resurrected on the cross. He was resurrected from the tomb. So they were, had this ancient crucifix was going to be taken down. So I went to spoke, never connected, made all the points. People come and say, oh, yeah, that was good points. But they did what they wanted to in the end. So I decided I'd have to build my own system, so I started Caritas for that. Later, I went to Medjugorje three months later and, of course, converted it to that. I realized it was inspired through that. Two years after that, Our Lady came. Before that, somebody else had read something I wrote about the crucifix and said he'd make me a crucifix. I said, don't make one unless you read The Life of Jesus Christ by, um, and, Catherine, uh, and Catherine Emmerich. And this is actually the books that, um, what's his name, the, the actor? Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson had on his library shelves. He'd bought a bunch of books and he'd opened up one day and found it. And he made the passion off of it. So I sent the accounts way before Mel Gibson's thing. This was back in 1988. Actually, 1986 or 87. He made a crucifix. Many of you prayed before here at Caritas. We didn't have any place to put that, so that was on our balcony. It's a full-size, almost a full life-size crucifix. Our Lady busted it many times. There's great graces, Our Lady says, flowing from the crucifix. Maria prayed over a crucifix that Father Slavko gave me where they had hundreds of apparitions on end up in our bedroom. So the cross is very much the part and the origins of what we started with, what we do now. From the crucifix that hung in Medjugorje for all the apparitions that the kids went to in the beginning the days or after they started in the rectory, that crucifix, the crucifix the man made for me, the talk and why I started toss over the crucifix, is all part of what we do. And Jesus' fall, how he fell for us, how he carried himself. When you look, I always remember a girl, probably 17 years old, seeing the crucifix downstairs in the chapel, which we're redoing right now. People coming in in July will see it. We're making it more worthy for the crucifix. And the, the sacred relic that it is, that Our Lady did bless it in 88 many, many times. She saw that and she crossed her chest with her arms. Said, I never knew it was this way. She was shocked by it. And so it's something beautiful to meditate on that because your problems go away. When you fall into Jesus and His arms and His strength, what you do, what you face, seems nothing. Everything God says when His arms are spread to His Son, Jesus on the cross, is saying, fall into me. My arms are wide open. You don't have to say a word. You've heard me tell you before about Father Pitar was asked to come see a dying woman who had, had many abortions. She wouldn't even talk to him. So he said, when she gets ready to die, you call me. He comes to her. He has a crucifix. He holds it in front of her. And she's struggling with life. And she's struggling to accept Christ. She's staring. He says, don't even, you don't have to say anything. No words. Just acknowledge him. Family's watching. He's watching. It's tense. She's dying. She spits on it and dies. Jesus' arms are open wide. Fall into him. He's begging you to do this. He'll do anything. He don't care what you're how fear you are, scared of him standing. He's mercy. This is the time of mercy. Justice is on the other side. Everything is available to us right now. We understand what that means, how easy it is to gain salvation. No matter how many times you fail and gain salvation, you can come back home just fall into his arms.
8: When the weight of the world bears down so strong You leave footprints on the street And there's too many miles to face Without a few more hours sleep The storm clouds overhead won't shed any rain To quench your thirst I want to be the one you reach for When your faith is stretched so thin That you can see straight through your soul And you can't find a nickel to buy a smile Cause your pocket's all got holes You wanna shut the door and hide before The day can get much worse I wanna be the one you reach for first for oh.
1: Scripture tells us to put death, or put to death therefore what is earthly in you, immorality, impurity, passion, evil desires, covetousness, which is adult, idolatry. On account of these, the wrath of God is coming. It's Our Lady who said today, Dear children, in this time of grace, I call you to take the cross of my beloved Son, Jesus, in your hands and to meditate on His passion and death. Why? That we could be saved? If the wrath of God is coming, oh, to wait at that moment when we'd be saved? This is the time of grace. This is the moment to act. He'll surprise you. He'll catch you by surprise because he'll run after you. God actually is sending Our Lady every day. She, He's doing everything possible. Jesus is doing everything possible to reach us before the wrath. Mariana was given a message to send to the Pope for the Vatican Senate. And he said that there'll be a short period of time during the secrets after it would be too late this time of grace our lady said today means that Jesus God the Father is running after you doesn't matter what you've done where you've been where you're coming from you're his son and he still loves you and he seeks you and he's in pursuit by sending our lady after you every day
6: The tears from my eyes With forgiveness in His voice He said, aside was the only time it was the only time I ever saw him run And then he ran to me He took me in his arms Held my head to his chest Said my son's come home again Lifted my face wiped the tears from my eyes With forgiveness in his voice He said, son, do you know I still love you?
1: lady's in pursuit of you wherever you go she's going to be there she seeks you all you have to do is open a little bit the grace is available it's time to come home back to the father in a new way even if you've been thinking you're there convert change your heart grow more in love Grow more united. If you can't reconcile with your family and your loved ones or a neighbor, you can't reconcile with God. Make all things right. Make all things love. And let it be what our Lady said today. And love will win. We wish you our Lady. We love you. Goodbye.